Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, you know this about me. We've known each other a long time. You know that I'm a news nut. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy about following the news. You you tackle those newsies in the street. Give me those papes, you say. I want the headlines. I want the bylines, crosswords. Morning edition, afternoon edition, evening edition. Mm-hmm. Give me the extra bonus edition so I can find out what's been happening in, in the latest Dame murders. Um, Society pages, Marmaduke. <laughs> the puzzle that's about playing bridge. Right. The bridge puzzle. Those hot Sears underwear ads. Ooh. You oh, seen them man. gals? Yowza. Yeah. The gals at Sears? Oof. I uh, visited a website called NPR.org. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this website is, but it's a news website of some kind. And It might be uh, like a Russian bot farm or something. You should be careful. But with any information you get on that, it might be. Sorry, I just know there's a lot of like Russian bot farms out there putting out articles and... Stuff like that. So you just be careful. Just be careful, you know. Fewer Russian bot farms, more Central Valley beet farms. That's what I say, Jordan. Thank you. Finally, um, someone had the courage to say it. If we had one beet farm for every bot farm, uh-huh. just think of how red our piss would be. <laughs> would, just we would think. Just imagine the piss. There was something wrong with our liver briefly. Right. And then remembering that you ate beets and... Than thinking yeah. that it's a little bit fun that your pee is a different color. Yeah. I'd like more asparagus farms, too, because mm-hmm. it makes your pee smell. And then you're like, yeah, I did eat asparagus today. Yeah. Is there a Good fun, for me. Is there a fun salad that combines both beets and asparagus so you can really switch up that piss? What about something with beets, asparagus, and urine? <laughs> sure. Just in a little, like like a urine dressing? This is, yeah, that's what I presumed. Maybe mm-hmm. some shallots and some red wine vinegar. That's great. Sounds really flavorful. This is what I read. Yeah. Parts of the moon have stable temperatures fit for humans, researchers find. But do you want to know what the stable temperature parts of the moon are? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Pits. Moon pits. Oh, okay. So. Yes, I'm moving to a moon pit. It's stable at 63 degrees inside the moon pit. Outside the moon pit, Jordan? Temperatures as high as 260 degrees or as low as 280 degrees. And to my mind, that's too wide a range. I'm sticking with the pit and 63 comfortable degrees. That sounds nice. So you could, so in the pit, you would need like a light sweater. Yeah. Like well, a that's cardigan. my ideal. I mean, like I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing sure, sort of, oh, a, yeah. I could wear a sweatshirt, but I could roll, I could push up the sleeves if right. I needed to get down to business. Uh, pit business, I guess, uh, roulette or something. What do you do down in a pit? I don't know. Oh, you know, I'm actually, I'm doing a, I did a Google image search of the moon pits. Just, I mean, it sounds great, basically what you're saying. But uh, I think the prices are about to go up. It looks like they just opened a pink berry. Oh, God damn it. God oh, damn boy, it. The rents are about to go up in the old moon pit as soon as the Jesus pink berry gets Christ. there. You know why? People are so tired of living in the suburbs without protection from harmful elements such as solar radiation, cosmic rays, and micrometeorites. Mm-hmm. Plus the long commutes. I mean, I personally, per, me, for me, for my lifestyle, for my Jordan, lifestyle. Jordan, speak for, for yourself, me, please. For Jordan, me, for speak my for yourself. Lifestyle, I'm tired of you speaking for everyone else. Go I ahead. I just, I don't think I could ever leave the Mars dunes. 
Mm-hmm. It's just so authentic. The local culture of the Mars dunes, you know? Mm-hmm. There's just this little Martian lady who serves Martian pies, and mm-hmm. they're just so authentic, you know? And I don't think I could ever leave. Something wrong with moon pies, Jordan? Yeah. I happen well, to love moon pies. <laughs> sounds like someone who's never had a Mars pie before. About 16 of the over 200 discovered pits most likely come from collapsed lava tubes. I I let you know that because I knew that was the question that was on the tip of your tongue, Jordan. It was. Where did the pits come from? Well, 16 of the pits, yes. There's 184-ish pits that came from other things. Uh, probably hole diggers, but I couldn't tell you. What do you think the living situation is like? Do you plan on like building a loft or just like bringing a sleeping bag and curling up in there? I feel like a loft thing is kind of cliche. Right. Um, maybe a Murphy bed. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That'll save a lot of space. Yeah, well, I feel like square footage is always at a premium, especially since the Pinkberry moved in. Mm-hmm. Prices went sky high. Right. So, um, you know, I'm thinking a Murphy bed and maybe one of those little tables that that flips up and then a little thing slides underneath it. It's just got one leg underneath it. And then you use that for, uh, for, in my case, I would use it for solving the bridge puzzle in the newspaper. Have you ever thought of instead of like a Murphy bed, like a Murphy Brown? I would love to, I would love to have a Murphy Brown. Um, I spent a lot of money on a Caroline in the city last year. Oh yeah. (laughs) It didn't work. I brought it back to the store. Um, and they said the, that the warranty had expired. All they could offer me was a single guy. Right. I, I bought one of those Swedish Veronica's closets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just fell sure. apart. Just fell yeah. apart two weeks in. It's all made out of chipboard. Yeah. It's all made out of they fucking They say there's chipboard. an Allen wrench in there, but there never is. Yeah. Spin City, huh? <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It's got Richard Kind in it. <laughs> He's good in everything. I would love to sleep on a Richard Kind. God, I can think of nothing better than to sleep on a Richard Kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear Lord. Our guests on the program this week are writers for the smash hit television program, Harley Quinn, now entering its second season. Third season. Third season. Thank yeah. you. Third no, no season. Problem. Forgive me. I knew it was a new season just started. Did you jump right from the first season to the third season? Jesse, you're not going to know. What the fuck's going on? You don't know what happened with Ivy's wedding to Kite Man. All I really know is Ron Funches and Batman eating pussy. So (laughs) we got to get down to the bottom of both of these things. Uh, King Shark News, Connor Shin and Alexis Quasarano. Hi, gang. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Uh, So give us some uh, King Shark News. King Shark is very important. We we should tell you King Shark is very important. I guess you all don't know this. So we... We realized, so we have had uh, Ron Funches on this show a few times, uh, who plays King Shark on your show. Does a great job. Very funny how they draw him in that little hooded sweatshirt. (laughs) Cargo pants. But we've also had Steve Agee on the show a lot, who in the Suicide Squad movie did the like motion capture for King Shark. So we realized we had two prominent King Sharks and now have a goal to have all people who have ever played King Shark on the show. That led to us getting David Hayter, uh, who played him on, I want to say, the CW Flash show. Anyway, do y'all have an opinion as to who the best King Shark is? Well, I'm going to be biased because the first one I know of was Funches, but are you going to have Stallone next? Yeah, we've got Stallone's people keep bothering us. They're saying that he wants to come on the show to promote Rocky Balboa. And you're like, who? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> Apparently, it's some kind of guy that lives in a meat closet. I don't know. Ooh, they sounds spicy. <laughs> yeah, hangs out at a goddamn pet store. Stallone did one of those things where he's like, I'll come on, but I also want to bring the robot from Rocky Three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think fucked his trainer? Yeah, that- something like that. The robot fucked I the trainer? I think there's an image of Rocky in Rocky Three. Rocky gives... I have not seen this movie in a while. Uh-huh. This could be a mushroom trip, but I think in Rocky Three, <laughs> he brings his trainer... Mickey. Okay, first of all, it's Rocky Four. I've Googled it, and it appears it? to be Rocky Four. Okay, yeah, boy, I'm gonna have all the fucking Rocky stands on my ass after this and my Minchies. I don't need that. I don't fucking need that. In one of the Rockies, he brings his trainer a robot, and then there's a there's a scene later in the movie where the robot is like living in the home with him, and there's like a joke implying that that they fuck. I think I'm a Rocky fan now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Rocky rules. Paul, wait, Pauly fucks the robot, or oh. or Rocky fucks the robot. No, Rocky doesn't fuck the robot. He's loyal to Adrian. What is the scene? It's like, well, I mean, <laughs> the robot doesn't know her way around a pet store. That's where she works, right? In a pet store. Yeah, I think she works in a pet store. Thank you, Connor. From her. Thank you, Connor. What oh, is yeah. the, what does the robot look like before we judge? trainer <laughs> thank you connor thank you okay i'm gonna look up the Rocky robot for... if i'm remembering correctly and again we can look these up i think it is like a twilight zone style robbie the oh, robot okay i was like if it looks like short circuit <laughs> this movie is bananas <laughs> <laughs> wait so this is okay with you no i'm gonna describe yeah yeah smash what, for what, our wood smash <laughs> some of the folks at home probably have access to a uh yeah, uh, you know, a Google search of what the robot looks like. Some don't. I'll say that it's about the same height as Stallone, which is what? Five, six, five, five seven, five, three, five, three. <laughs> and it has a birthday hat on <laughs> just a standard conical birthday hat. Right. It's not clear what's holding it on because this even an elastic band isn't big enough for this insectoid head. It's got a gargantuan insectoid head and the eyes are like multicolored disco balls it has a car stereo that sort of functions as droopy boobs and then above that it has a sternum cam and the the thorax is metallic i mean it it has it's like flake paint you know it's like a low rider it's got a premium paint job and here it is. I'm I'm looking here. Paulie's having some Baskin Robbins ice cream Ooh, and some champagne some cream. and a cellular phone and a beer, courtesy of this robot. Yeah, they fucked. I mean, I'm looking. It's still images here, but 100 percent they they fucking boned down. There's an energy there that you're picking up on. It's cutting off at the waist, but Paulie's just hard as a rock. I and again, this this did they or didn't they? Is an interesting question. So I, of course, went to deviantart.com. Uh-huh. Uh, what is Rule 34 showing? <laughs> no. Alexis, glad you brought it up. And thank you for using the proper terminology. But DeviantArt does not bring up any... I just typed in Rocky Four Robot. And the first thing that comes up is a banana with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was Stallone's original concept art? Yeah, it could be. He's like, make one of these. <laughs> hey, make me one of these guys. 
That's how uh, Sylvester Stallone this talks exactly. It's horrifying looking. Yeah, well, it has a it has an insectoid head, but I think there are some people for whom an insectoid head is horny. I mean, if he has a praying mantis fetish, he really is uh-huh. big. This... Oh yeah, bite my head off, mommy. <laughs> but... <laughs> Eat my head, mommy. Um, uh, I just checked rule 34. They don't have any, but a lot of Five Nights at Freddy, which I am not surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Of course there's Five Nights at Freddy's. Alexis, can you check Live Journal for us, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is George R.R. R. Martin writing about the robot? <laughs> uh, I can also find something on uh, AO3 if you guys want some erotic fan fiction. Oh, yeah. that might be nice. Is it, this is like text? Yeah. Oh, okay. But sometimes they include fan art oh, uh, for visuals. I guess I'm not familiar with AO3. I was just kind of guessing from context clues what you mm. meant. Yeah. Uh, a popular fan fiction website. Okay. I uh, want to ask y'all a few things about my favorite TV show, Harley Quinn. Ooh. But also, I feel like before we get to that, I feel like the elephant, or should I say cat in the room, is that um, Connor apparently has three cats named after the Flophouse guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't think you were going to say it on the show. <laughs> The second you said it to us, it was immediately the subject of 40 minutes of this program. Oh, my yeah. God. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, is it our fault for not having more content on the show? Yes. Um, <laughs> so how hunky is that Stuart cat, huh? Do you want to see him? Yeah. Hold up, Stu. Whoa. Uh, hi, Stu. He's the smallest one, ironically. <laughs> and the oh, biggest one yeah. is Elliot. <laughs> I got them as kittens and didn't know how big they'd get. Are they all related? They're all brothers. Wow. I got Just a- like the real Flophouse guys, Jordan. Yeah. They're, they were all strays. And just like the real Flophouse guys, Jordan. I meant to just get two, but um, the third one was really, really feral. And I was like, no one's going to adopt them. So I just took the three of them. Just like the real Flophouse guys, Jordan. Yeah. All This is all lines up. Wait, so, the, <laughs> so this is interesting. So this litter of cats had two calmies and one feraly? Yeah, like two were... There, well, they were all feral, but like two would let me pick them up, and the third one was like, ah, ah, yeah, like he was a little golemy, and um, so I was like, you know, I'll just, we'll figure it out. But now he's the neediest boy. Oh, interesting. Sometimes the golemiest boys are the neediest boys, and that that's that's Dan. The chattiest one is actually Elliot. I think we have we do not have cats named after us, Jesse and I, but we do have some ducks, right? Yeah, I think that is correct. We have some ducks. And I think there are some miniature horses that are named after various Maximum Whoa. Fun personalities oh. and also sitcom characters like Niles, Frasier, Ben Partridge, that kind of thing. Okay, let's go around the horn. What animal would you most like named after you? Wow. This is hard. Hmm. There's a lot of types of animal, Jordan. Uh, there's Dick Dicks. Yep. Uh, boy, that's the only animal I can think of, yeah. but I'm confident there are others. I'm trying to think of like, which would be the least likely to bum me out if it accidentally died. Yeah, sure. So I'm like, <laughs> you no have dolphins. To, you have to consider that. <laughs> no gorillas. Mm-hmm. Um, an elk. You, yeah. you know it's going to die. Oh, there's an elk named Connor going by. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like a raccoon. Oh, uh, yeah. I could see that. Very nim- nimble. I, I mean, Alexis, we've known each other for years, and you do wash all your food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I also live in a trash can. Sure. Uh-huh. So. 
And have opposable thumbs. That's true. That's you true. also like cosplay. Yeah, and I also sleep with makeup on, so I always have oh, yeah. a black circle under my eyes. Wait, what? you have a banana peel on top of your head. We should mention that. <laughs> Classic trash, right? Mm-hmm. What? It's the banana peel. It's the fish bones with the head still on. Sure, it's a tin can with the top sproinged out. Tin can with the top sproinged out. Classic trash. <laughs> Is that a t-shirt idea, Jordan? Seems like a great t-shirt idea for us. Classic trash, and it has a picture of those classic trashes? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of this newfangled trash. Oh, so tired of those fucking uh, puffed up plastic things that come in Amazon boxes. Yeah, right. That's my next tattoo. Classic trash. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I think I'm going to go jellyfish. I would love a jellyfish oh, wow. named after me because, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I'm always trying to be more chill, you know, and what's more chill than just an animal that wafts on the tides collecting detritus? You you think j- jellyfish are chill? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they sting you, and you have to piss on yourself. That's not that chill. That doesn't seem very chill. That seems like a meth head. Hey, that's a you problem. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you get, don't get between me and my detritus. If you do. I'm going to give you a little piss kiss. That's what I call a sting. Piss talk on this show. Jesus Christ. How long have we been talking? (laughs) 20 minutes? Anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, the sting thing is a defense mechanism, you know, and it's a way to not have to kind of deal with stuff. Yes, I would love a jellyfish named after me, I think. Would you consider yourself spineless, Jordan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a coward. (laughs) I'm a huge coward. (laughs) Shaking in my boots right now. Uh, you'd also have no rib cage, so you could pull a Mar- Marilyn Manson and give yourself a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I could suck my jellyfish dick. <laughs> suck each oh, of man. my little tentacles. God, it would be so hard to get an erection if you were a jellyfish, though. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I think just like don't have too much to drink, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's why they're always in water, right? Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> find them in keggers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Water, water, every everywhere, and not a drop to drink. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesse. What animal would you want to have named after you? <sighs> yeah, I mean, um, I think Jordan Jesse Go listeners know about some of my favorite animals. Obviously, dick dicks are one of my favorites. Right. Capybaras mm-hmm. are right up there. Um, but I would probably want to be the super tall, small cat, the serval. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. Because they're so good at jumps. Yeah. And right now you fucking suck at them. So that's my, that's Sorry, my, I don't mean to like, <laughs> no, that's my yeah. fucking classic weakness. Achilles had his heel and I'm bad at jumps. I'm super fast, super strong. Um, laser eyes. But bad at jumps. Bad at jump. So if anything rolls under me, it's going to hit me square in the chin, and I'm going to be say, "Oh fuck, I'm down for the count because I can't jump." Well, if you're out there and you manage a zoo or an aquarium, please name those animals after us. Yeah. Or you have to stop listening to the show. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. We just lost half our audience, Jordan. <laughs> Fuck. Librarians can still listen. Librarians can still listen. <laughs> oh, you know, I, Alexis, I'm sorry. I didn't ask you about your cats. You also have nice cats. I don't know if they're named after Flophouse. No, sorry. House. They're not. One is named Waffle because when I brought her home, I forgot to buy cat food like an idiot on the first day. And all I had was a waffle and I gave her a little and she liked it. Really? So. As a treat? Waffle. 
Yeah, a little treat. A treat. And then I got cat food immediately after. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not a bad cat mom. Uh, the other one is named Lucky Luciano after the mobster because he looked like him as a kitten. And now he's 22 pounds and looks even more like him. Wow. <laughs> Do you ever think about putting a little suit and tie on him? Oh, I've tried multiple times. Um, I have many costumes for him that he will go in a panic and try to get out of. I got him a little Tom Nook outfit from Animal Crossing that he oh, refuses to wear. Oh, it's a man. bummer. Cut fucking cat. Just wear the Nook. Yeah. Think about how wear funny it would fucking be. fucking Hawaiian shirt. Wear the fucking oh. Hawaiian shirt. I got to ask you this question, Alexis. How many gangsters of the 1930s are you familiar with what they look like? <laughs> um... Lucky Luciano, uh-huh. uh, my dad will kill me for saying this because he's embarrassed by it, but I think it's cool. Jimmy Q, which is a long lost relative of mine, apparently, who was like Capone's number three guy. Oh. Uh, so I know what he looks like. Uh, Capone, obviously. And I it guess those three. doesn't seem obvious to me. Like, Connor, <laughs> do you know what Al Capone looks like? I do, but only because we share the same birthday. Oh. oh, that's why I know what Barbara Streisand looks like. <laughs> we are a narcissistic species, aren't we? <laughs> Jordan, who do you know looks like? <laughs> I know what James Brown looks like. Sure. And of course, the divine Miss Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. Oh, ooh la la. Mm-hmm. I, I saw her in person once and it... <laughs> I was four seconds away from going up and saying, we have the same birthday. <laughs> Why didn't you? <laughs> I, I think it was a good idea not to, right? Right? Am I? Did I? Did I blow there's, it? Did there, I blow a magical there's, there's moment? No, well, I don't think um, that would have been a meat cute, but I don't think it would have been the creepiest thing she's heard all day. That's yeah, sure. I think I mean, I mean, again, I don't want to be creepy at all. But yeah, I guess if you are Christina Hendricks, you know, you probably have to deal with a lot of creep energy. And mm-hmm. we have the same birthday as, you know, probably hovering kind of in the middle. And but again, I don't want to deliver a- any at all. But yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think I think she would have the the grace to be able to blow me off casually. <laughs> That's nice, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like, yeah, James Brown, too. She's like, James Brown? Yeah. And then she would put a cape on me. <laughs> I'm, uh... <laughs> I Googled, uh... I Googled April 24th birthdays. My yeah. birthday's April 24th. Happy birthday to me. Mm-hmm. And, um... On, on April 24th. Every day. No, you're right. Happy birthday. Oh, God. You're one of those. It's my birthday year, people. Yeah. Thank you very much. Why do you think I'm wearing this conical party hat? Uh, I thought you were just cosplaying as the robot from Rocky Four. <laughs> so I'm dressed like as a banana with a gun. Barbara Streisand comes in at number two. Kelly Clarkson is number one. Ooh. And it says here on uh, thefamouspeople.com, that uh, this ranking is based on an algorithm that combines various factors, including the votes of our users and search trends on the internet. So, no way, this is a Russian bot farm. Sounds like <laughs> no. a very normal website. No, look at all these beats. How could it be a Russian bot farm? <laughs> Another connection that your show has to our show is that it deals in the kind of deepest cut characters from DC Comics. Now, a lot of times on this show, instead of making a joke, we will just say Booster Gold or Mr. Mitsipitalik. 
Hey, Jordan, I usually say firestorm the nuclear man. Or firestorm the nuclear man. These are all things you can say. Um, I want to know like what deep cut characters you have tried to get into the show. Because I will say I've watched a few of the new ones. Calendar Man makes an appearance. Mm. I was like, hell yeah, getting Calendar Man in there. I'm... I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, sorry. Yeah, same. Yeah, I just, sorry. I just ask <laughs> questions that would be heavily NDA'd. Holy cow. It sounds like Connor and Alexis tried to introduce Hillary Clinton's emails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the, the big bad for the season. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of emails, a screen caps of them. Number 37 for my birthday is Sue Grafton. Really? This is for surprise, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's all. Just if, mystery novelist Sue Grafton. You think if you saw Grafton in public, you would go up to her and say, we have the same birthday. <laughs> Maybe I would play it cool and I would say, you know, I have the same birthday as baseball shortstop Omar Vizquel, mm. April 24th. And she would say, April 24th? Isn't that Kelly Clarkson's birthday? <laughs> and I would say, yes, we have something in common. We both know celebrities who are born on April 24th. No of celebrities who are born on April 24th. And then we would date and tongue kiss. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, since you guys can't talk about characters Wait, who are in the show, on. I want to ask what celebrities have your birthday? Uh, Jim Carrey. Now that's a good one. I think Kate Moss. And I was just thinking how much it would suck if I was if they were all forced to celebrate their birthday with me because we shared the same birthday. <laughs> You'd all just get a party room at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, and they're just like, "Who the hell are you?" And then there's me, Al Capone. That's all I can think of for now. Oh, Martin Luther King. Sorry, uh, one of the greats. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> fucking legend. Absolute legend, legend. Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> oh man a special raw just like mm -hmm. that's what made me want to do it i saw yeah. mlk follow carlin and not everybody could follow carlin but he came in hot right and he brought the house down it's like mm -hmm. carlin was doing all this observational shit about language martin luther king just came out with straight up pussy jokes and mm. destroyed yeah <laughs> just laid waste he just came yeah. out, literally his opening line, he came out and said, I'm so fucking hard right now, and just went from there. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Fun fact, I heard that he would have to write down the city that he was in <laughs> on the back of beer cans. <laughs> Each time he did that joke, though, he'd be like, I'm so hard, Cleveland! <laughs> and, then it would, and then it would kill. Then it would kill. <laughs> Absolutely destroy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God. If you talk to any wait staff at any comedy club, all they want to talk about is MLK Jr. pumping them for local references. Mm -hmm. Like, what's a cool bar here? Like, what's a bar I can talk about where like people love to hang out? And then, like, what's a corny bar that I could make fun of? Is he just directing improv scenes now? <laughs> <laughs> And what's a, a location? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think about it, I Have a Dream is the ultimate yes and. There you go. Mm. How do you think his Herald game is? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trouble with second beats. Trouble with second beats, MLK. <laughs> I also share a birthday with the blue demon, Demonio Azul, mm. uh, the legendary rival of El Santo, one of the greatest masked uh, luchadors of all time. That's great. 
Jordan, what what Mexican wrestlers do you share a birthday with? Um, El Rey Supremo. <laughs> womp womp. Alexis, who are your birthday twins? My birthday is April 9th, so I think Hugh Hefner. Thank you. I think Hugh Hefner and I have the same birthday. Um, RIP to that old perv. Um, <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Rest in and peace. I. What a dick. <laughs> Perhaps too celebrated. Probably kind of a dick. Looks like Lil Nas X shares your birthday, Alexis. Yes, he does. Um, Love him. Would love to have a joint birthday with you, Lil Nas X. If you're up for it, let me know. Invite Leighton Meester. Why not? (laughs) And you know what? While you're at it, let's get Isambard Kingdom Brunel in there. One of the most ingenious and prolific figures in engineering history. What about Dennis Quaid? Let's get him there, too. No, he's not invited. Love to rage with Quaid. Not crazy about him. Uh, oh, I also have, I'm looking at my birthday page as well, on timegoggles.com, <laughs> uh, which is a fun site to hang out on. Uh, not only Christina Hendricks, but I have Bobby Cannavale. So I have a real, like, who's who of premium cable in, like, 2009. Yeah. Alexis has Timur... Uh, the Emir of the Timurid Empire, 1370 to 1405. One of the, I would say, one of the greatest Uzbek military leaders in history. <laughs> well, as Kite Man would say, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> Are you guys excited for the Kite Man spinoff series? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's great. It's great that they are leading into like, not only will we put Kite Man in the show, but now Kite Man has a show. I have a question for you, Alexis, about your birthday celebrities. Uh-huh. How do you think... Baudelaire feels the legendary French poet who named the idea of modernity. How do you think he feels about coming in one slot behind ice hockey player Jonathan Toes? I'm sure Chicago he would say Blackhawks? something more poetic than me mm-hmm. about it. That would be kind of his thing. Yeah. I think he would just be like, yeah, well, at least I beat fucking Carl Perkins in blue suede shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that sounds like right. French. Yeah. Yeah. So like syllabi or something. You got it, Connor. <laughs> it all comes back to syllabi, that fun Irish song. Sure. Do not bother me. I am browsing on timegoggles.com. <laughs> this is not a birthday, however you say that in French. Oh, yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> and there's a pipe or something. I don't know. Yeah. You guys want to uh, browse on time goggles a little bit? <laughs> uh, just... In private browsing and then uh, come back for another segment. Yeah, I got to learn some stuff about uh, Margaret, maid of Norway, Mm -hmm. born 1283 in Tonsberg. That's in Norway, Jordan. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every episode of Jordan, Jesse Go is, of course, brought to you by you, the members of MaximumFun.org. Thank you, Maximum Fund members. You keep our lights on here at Jordan, Jesse Go. We could not be more grateful. Our thanks to you. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, Jordan and I are big advocates of getting your brain repaired. We're also big advocates of taking care 
of your brain. It doesn't have to be broken for you to benefit from therapy. Yeah, therapy is is really awesome. It can definitely help if you're having a crisis, if you're having a personal disaster, if everything's going wrong, but also just with the frustrations you experience in day-to-day life. Um it's it's really really awesome. It's definitely like just great maintenance for your for your health, for your happiness. Um we recommend it and I know sometimes it can feel a little weird reaching out And asking for help, it can feel a little bit weird to go to therapy, especially if, you know, people around you make jokes about it. But it is really, uh, really, really a great thing to do. And uh, one way that you could consider getting therapy is with BetterHelp. It can be tough to find a therapist uh, through referrals. It can be tough to pay for a therapist. Uh, BetterHelp is often more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. They do online therapy, so that could be video therapy, phone therapy, even live chat only if you want to just type and not have to look someone in the eyes. Well, God bless you. They can do that too. That's all available to you from BetterHelp. And best of all, our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash JJGo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Stitch Fix. Now, Jordan, Mm. whatever your style, now more than ever is the time to rock it. But let's say you've been living in a quarantine hole the last few years and you need to refresh your looks. Well, great news. Stitch Fix is here for you. Yeah, Stitch Fix is a really, really fun service. Uh, It starts out with a style quiz, a really fun to take style quiz. Far more fun than BuzzFeed's Which Ninja Turtle Are You quiz is the Stitch Fix style quiz. It's really easy and fun to get started. All you do is you answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then Stitch Fix's expert stylist will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you, and it's unique to your size, style, and in your budget. They send you five pieces to try on at home. You keep what you love. You send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. That is all true. I have definitely taken the quiz. I've exchanged stuff. I've returned stuff. Easy and free. They are not lying about that. I've done it for me. I've done it for my kids as well. A lot of my son Oscar's clothes I've gotten from Stitch Fix, and I've had a great experience getting stuff for my kids there. And Jordan, how many times have I seen you said, oh, that's a great shirt, and you say, you know what? I got it from Stitch Fix. Jesse, it's constantly happening. It is constantly yeah. happening. No, I, I I did it the other day when you were in the shower. You weren't even wearing a shirt. So looking back, it seems creepy. Sure. That time, it was not actually from Stitch Fix. That was just my, you know, nude body. That's what your mama gave you. Sure. That's that's mom's shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Straight from mom. <laughs> but yeah, Stitch Fix. <laughs> Stitch Fix has some... We should re- explain that you were wearing your mother's shirt. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that she got during that uh, fun run that she did. <laughs> Jordan the hospital she worked for shirt. sponsored a fun run. <laughs> Sign up for Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. It's a limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Jordan, I have something really exciting to share. Ooh, I love excitement. You know how much I love the television show Archer. Boy, do I ever. One of your fave shows, one of my fave shows, uh, really one of the one of the funniest shows on TV. And Jordan, you know that my life stream, leaving aside playing Professor Harold Hill in a regional theater or above production 
of the Music Man. Mm-hmm. Again, no community theater. I've gotten emails from community theater people. I can't, I have a job. I have a family. I can't just travel to Baltimore to be in your musical, you know, 80 seat house. I need, I'll travel to Baltimore, but it's got to be like a three, 400 seat house. You know what I mean? Anyway, you have a lot of dreams. You have a lot of dreams. You're a man with dreams. You're a dreamer. The greatest dream of them all has been to follow in the footsteps of so many of my legendary comedy friends and my legendary comedy heroes and do a voice on the television show, Archer. Well, Jordan, there's a new season of Archer premiering August 24th. Mm -hmm. And guess who's in the first fucking scene? Yes, that's right. It's me. (laughs) I was going to guess Timothy Oliphant. (laughs) Timothy Oliphant would have been a great guess, but it's me. Uh, It's me, folks. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I am so excited. Season premiere, first scene. Can you talk? How how indie-eight are you? Can you talk about your character? Uh, What's going on in the season? What The fans want to know. I'm in a hall of mirrors. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to share. I'm right there in a hall of mirrors, just like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm known as the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of comedy. Aisha Tyler dropped this at Comic-Con, didn't she? Not only did Aisha Tyler drop this at Comic-Con, not only was I included in the list of special guest stars, which I think I maybe have two or three lines. (laughs) It's a little bit of a stretch to call me a guest star, but boy, am I excited about it. That's awesome. Uh, But I, I got an excited message on Twitter and excited at message on Twitter that Aisha plugged Jordan Jesse go at Comic-Con. There you go. Thank you, Aisha Tyler, much more famous and successful and talented than us. And thank us. you to all our new furry listeners. <laughs> Both of them, of course. And thanks. There's a an Archer writer named Mark was kind enough to pitch me as a guest. He sent me a message and said, is it okay if I pitch you as a guest? It was like, what am I going to say to that? No, hmm. no, don't pitch me as a guest on Archer. I don't want to become SAG eligible. Mm. Thank you, Mark. Mark, it turns out, first heard us on college radio. Wow, that's really cool. He's from Santa Cruz. Grew up in Santa Cruz. Heard us on KZSE. So thank you so much, Mark. We really appreciate it. It is a total live stream, and I'm so excited to watch it live on FXX on August 24th. I hope that all Jordan Jesse Go listeners will please do the same and then write letters and say, bring back the Hall of Mirrors guy. He truly was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He truly was the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's awesome. I can't wait to watch. Congratulations, Jesse. And, and congratulations to the cast of Archer for scoring such a great guest star. You know what? I know that I sound insincere no matter what I'm saying, but I it truly is a life stream and I am so fucking honored and excited. It's like so fucking cool. I can't even tell you how fucking cool it is uh, that I get to be on. Teresa and I literally almost named one of our kids Archer, but we were worried <laughs> that people would think we named our kid after our favorite TV show. <laughs> Man, it's a real thrill. It's Teresa's favorite television show, too. Uh, so I think she's going to love me more, which is the best part of the whole thing. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Connor, that's your cue. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. We rehearsed this for nine I'm hours. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just like, what's the nickname? What's the Box nickname? Box step. Okay. Oh, Jazz oh, hands. All right. All right. Uh, Sir, Sir Connor Radcliffe. I don't, I don't know. That's no, that's great. good. All right. That's really good. I'm Alexis Quasarano or A Quasar. There you go. That's great. That's a lot of See? fun. Jordan, 
I just got an important email. Oh. Can I let you guys know about this? Mm-hmm. This is for folks in the American Cement Building where Maximum Fun is based. Okay. It's from Gabby, our longtime building manager. To all tenants, the building will strictly enforce the laundry rules. Now, some of these rules are standard. Number four, for example, is please do not store laundry sorters or laundry baskets in the laundry room. That makes a ton of sense. It's a big building. There's a lot of units. A lot of people want to use the laundry room. Laundry room small. You can't just leave your baskets in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Please be considerate. Remove your clothes from the washers and dryers when they're done. Again, makes a ton of sense. Any clothes left overnight will be collected. All clothes will be stored at a fee of $100 and must be paid when you pick up your clothes, which is a lot. It's a little steep. That is a lot, Mm -hmm. but not crazy. But the top rule is please do not wash your pet's bedding, cars, bikes, children, or dishes in the washing machine. Wow. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) So... I mean, it's what it's that thing where it's like if they put it in the notice, they've had an issue with it. Yeah, is someone putting bikes and children in the washing machines? Gabby, I should explain. Gabby, I don't think makes jokes. Maybe at home with her family. Yeah, she's all business when it comes to the washing machine area, though. Actually, got it. Sorry, I'm. I'm. This is so funny. I got an email from my landlord, uh, mm-hmm. Neil. <laughs> You guys know Neil, right? Yeah, sure. First man to walk on the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neil's great. Fishing hat all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil's a classic landlord. Fishing hat all the time. Voicemail always full. <laughs> <laughs> Neil has never checked his voicemail. Tin can with the top mm-hmm. sproing. Yep. That should be a, there should be a landlord cell phone plan. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's $30 a month. Voicemail always full. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just got an email from Neil. It says RE Laundry. Um, I'm going to open it up here. Just says, keep your dick out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, was this to the whole building or was this a personal email? Hold on. This is to me and Beto (laughs) (laughs) O'Rourke. Yeah, well. I'm doing some great great faces here, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Number five is smile. You are on camera. So no funny stuff in the laundry room. Jordan. As soon as the camera's on me, all I'm doing is funny no, stuff. Everybody a, knows you're that. You're such a cut-up rube carb. carb. That's why I had that carb. one line on Comedy Bang Bang nice. on IFC. Mm-hmm. Still getting 12-cent residual checks for that, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if Scott Ackerman had told me no funny stuff? Yeah, right. I would have said, well, you might as well have cast, you know, Ben Kingsley. Right. <laughs> Not getting any goofs from that guy. Are you sick of walking into the waiting room for the audition and you sit down and you're like, God damn it, there's Sir Ben Kingsley yeah. from Gandhi. Sure. They just said, get, Sexy me a, beast. get me a Ben Kingsley type. Yeah. It's why I stopped auditioning. Right. Because you're always like, oh, Kingsley's going to get it. I stopped because Kingsley kept honestly whipping my ass physically yeah. in, <laughs> in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. I was scared to go into an audition because fucking Kingsley, he would wrap a belt around his hand. And fucking whip my ass. Just absolutely thrash me. Look like smash. a fucking yeah. pile of broken tomatoes. W- wood smash. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think either of you should have been auditioning for the part of Gandhi. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time, okay? It was a different time, Connor. 
I just, I don't. It was a, look. Can we zoom out for a second? (laughs) I relate to Gandhi too. I'm a pacifist and I drink my own urine. (laughs) So why can't I play Gandhi? I mean, he's only known for one of the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got little glasses. I wear little roundies. You know that, Jordan. No, I do. That's why I'm the perfect Gandhi. Little roundies, pacifist, drink my own urine. Mm-hmm. You do have an insanely fast metabolism. <laughs> I do. But- I eat a normal amount of food and people believe me to be hunger fasting. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's about taking jobs away from Indian American actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe put some clothes on, eat some food, and take those little glasses <laughs> You talking about my little roundies? Those hurt more than help at this point. They're so small. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the monocle do? You know, what's the monocle? What mm-hmm. what stigmatism is that correcting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Warby Parker doesn't even make those anymore. So just get you some Ray Bans. They did for a long time. That was their previous focus. <laughs> Steve Punk was huge, man. That's true. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at org. Here's someone who did that very thing. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Ooh, very impressive. Uh, Ha-ha, joke's on you, asshole. It's Jean Chrétien. Uh, momentous occasions. My name is Megan, pronounced she, her. Uh, and I went to get my name changed at the court yesterday. Uh, so my name is now legally Megan, which is great. However, that's not my She's momentous occasion because uh, the gentleman in front of me got his middle name legally changed to Valentine's Day, which is uh, pretty great. So, thank Fuck. You. Wow. Fuck. God, I'd love to change my name to something cool. Every time I think... There was this time when the basketball player formerly known as Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace and people were making fun of him. And I was like, no, everyone wants to change their name to something fucking cool. They don't have the guts to go to the courtyard and pay the the courtroom and pay $200. The courthouse is the court word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. They don't have the guts to go to the courthouse and pay their $200 and change their name to that. There was another basketball player named World B Free. I don't know what the B stood for, Benjamin or something. But I would love to change my name to some shit like that. Like I don't even I don't even know what I would do. Uh fresh summer peach. I think I'd do wicket. To remind everyone of their favorite Ewok. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would do super fast Ewok from the Ewoks cartoon. It's a long name. And from what I understand, he's technically not an Ewok. But, you know, he's from the Ewok show. So he's basically an Ewok. Connor, what what would you like to name your... What would you like to name yourself? I just thought of how stupid it would be to name... Change my middle name. Well, I don't have a middle name, but to give myself a middle name of like, what's my favorite movie of the year? <laughs> just so, go in once a so year. Just and... Connor, Connor, nope, shit. Connor, well, Connor forever, shit. <laughs> and then you just change it every time there's a new Marvel movie. <laughs> it's dangerous that I just found out it's only two hundred dollars to change your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> well, that's fun, huh? Alexis, what's your new middle name? I would change mine to my favorite Pokemon, Badoof, and be Alexis Badoof Quasarano. But I would have to say it as like Badoof says it. So it'd be Alexis Bidoof Quasarano. 
What mm. are Bidoof's powers? Well, I mean, they're a normal type, so mm. limitless uh, oh. possibilities, really. Do you Pokemons know, got- have unlimited powers? No, but you know, there's a wide just, variety Alexis, of attacks you just attacks said to you me. Train. You, yeah. I was sitting right here, and you just said to me <laughs> that Pokemons have unlimited powers. I said the, the options are limitless. Meanwhile, Alexis, I'm trying to choose between the cost of solar, the environmental cost right. of fossil fuels, and the potential catastrophe of nuclear power. Mm. I could have mm-hmm. just been getting one of these Bidoofs. That mm-hmm. has unlimited fucking powers? Yeah. What about Bidoof's- Snorlax? What's he got? Well, he has uh, sleep. Yeah. Drowsy. So let's get both of those. Let's get the unlimited power and then let's get this naps. He's basically a bad roommate. <laughs> <laughs> we all wish we could have a roommate as adorable as Snorlax. <laughs> just like, just I, leave the dishes soaking in the sink. a giant Snorlax plushie. It used to be in this office, but I had to move it because it took up too much room. Right. So mm. it's uh, wrapped up like a dead body in my uh, garage <laughs> until I have more space to put it somewhere. What is it wrapped up? the bugs to get it it wrapped in i got like giant plastic bags to put over it but it was too tight so its arms are up like this and it's like and it looks like a dead cadaver Uh, yeah and i just don't want the bugs to get at it until i found a new home really nice of you yeah i looked up the 100 best pokemons of all time and Bidoof is number 69 nice nice and it says uh Bidoof looks like a little uh he looks like a it's a beaver. A gerbil with growths. He's suffering from growths like boils or something like He's like so hairy cute. boils. And oh, uh, by the way, cute. hairy boils is my favorite from 1D. Um, <laughs> this, and it says here, I don't know a lot about Pokemon, so I have to read that. Oh, Harry Styles. I know. I get it. Yeah, thanks, Jesse, buddy. You're more of a great. Zane guy. Jesse, that was great. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't great. It was fair. It was quick. This Bucktooth Beavis gets the award for dorkiest Pokemon of all time. One look at this beaver and you can tell it probably won't stay on your team for long. I've taken my Badoof to the Elite Four, so... Wow. <laughs> Joke's on you, this website. <laughs> What's this website that just slams Pokemon? Jesus. <laughs> it's like those old Vice like articles that just like made fun of people whose pictures they took on the street. Oh, God, I remember that. Oh, that was terrible. Fashion do's and don't. The author of this actually did end up becoming a white supremacist. <laughs> like many, many of the early vice writers. Yeah, if you hate Bidoof, you become a white supremacist. It's... Sure, yeah. <laughs> Bidoof started a small following who praised this clear underdog, proving it isn't always about having the strongest Pokemon if you're still having fun. Hmm. This soft-dicked Pokemon cries every time it shits its little pants. I highly recommend watching a very cute Pokemon animated short they came out with earlier this year or late last year about Bidoof. It's about seven minutes. Uh, It's fantastic and adorable, and I cried watching it. Um, About a guy who only uses his Bidoof to teach him like moves that are like, cut the tree down or swim for me and not actually training his Pokemon. But then he comes in and he saves the day. Spoiler alert, but it's great. That does sound really beautiful. So it's kind of a like reaction to that criticism of Pokemon that like people just use them to fight. It's kind of like, what if you just use it for like fun and swimming? Yeah. And then you actually go to a tournament and all your Pokemon die and all you have left is Badoof. Mm. And what are you going to do? 
Uh, Alexis, just so you know, Snorlax is number 30. So twice as good as Badoof. Is how I take 69 work. over 30. Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't we all, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm over 30 and I still 69. <laughs> I'm looking on this list of Pokemon number one, Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> Bobby Cannavale. That's him saying his own name before he electrocutes someone. What type is he? <sighs> okay, we're pushing my knowledge of Pokemon here. Grass type? <laughs> He's weak to uh, <laughs> Bobby Cannavale is it, weak to lightning. It says here he's a Brooklyn drinking type. <laughs> he's always out at bars in Brooklyn. It says you can, yeah. He evolves into Zaddy. Him and him and Mudkip. You're thinking of Michael Shannon. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like Michael yeah, Shannon, people always just like see out like drinking. I it. am thinking of Michael Shannon, not Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. God damn it. Members of both on boardwalk. Both on boardwalk. So I think that's where the confusion probably came from. And not only that, so was Drift Loon. Is that another Pokemon? (laughs) In a world that 10 year olds go on unsupervised adventures around the world, Drift Loon (laughs) is the ultimate predator. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Holy shit. I didn't know that sex crimes were part of Pokemon. <laughs> you gotta catch them all. Right. Jesus Christ, that's is Pokemon, this from Pokemon, Pokemon Special SUV. Victims Unit? <laughs> SVU? You beat me to it. You said it better. We were both kind of there. Yeah, how cool would Detective Pikachu put have been if it was on Boardwalk Empire? <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure out who hooked all these prostitutes on opium. <laughs> Alexis, is this point. why you know so many Pokemons and what so many 1930s gangsters look like? Yeah, they're all Italian. <laughs> right. <laughs> all Pokemon are Italian, yes. Can I just say one thing about Drifloon? Again, I don't know anything about these Pokemons, but I'm just learning from looking at this list. Drifloon is a sort of balloon with a cloud for a head, an X for a nose, either because he got socked in the schnoz or maybe because he's straight edge. Uh, and he's got little heart cloverish hands, and uh, he's a child molester. And mm-hmm. then at the at the end here, it says, just make sure you don't try to pop Drifloon, as its soul will spew out with a screaming sound. What the fuck? Every, How f- every- I had <laughs> no idea Pokemon was fucked the fuck up. Oh. Well, you know about Cubone, right? The little guy with the skull on his head. No, tell, Cubone, us. tell us about Cubone. Cubone wears the skull of its mother. Jesus, um, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's not born that way, but we've never seen it without its hat skull thing on. Uh, and so the story is that it uh, wears the skull of its mother. How did she die? And then how did he get the skull? I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I actually... <laughs> Well, Alolan Marowak is number 34 here on the list. It says, nothing cemented the deviousness of Team Rocket, like when you hear that they killed Marowak while trying to capture it. This tragic story is made even worse by the fact that every Cubone wears its departed mother's skull so as to still be close to her. This is all terribly sad until Alolan Marowak comes onto the scene because of its new ghost subtype. Cubone can finally stay with its mom, creating a happy ending to an otherwise orphaned monster. It used to be sad that Cubone wore its dead mother's skull around its neck to be close to her. Ghost mom. Pokemon is more (laughs) fucked up than Elden Ring. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Gein's story is sad, but then when it works out at the end like this, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see Ghost Mom, by the way? I thought, 
I thought Rosa Parks was so funny in that. <laughs> nice. So funny. It's really good. Uh, Brian, we got another call in there? Hey there, Jordan, Jesse, guest. I'm going to guess Steve Agee. Close. Uh, I'm about to get taken back for a liver transplant, getting a, getting a new liver. Uh, if you don't hear from me again, I probably just forgot to call, and I'm probably not dead. Love ya. What would you say, 80-20 Listen, on that one? As long as his child wears his skull on their head, <laughs> his death shall not be in vain. Gosh. Well, best of luck to you. I hope that it takes and that they're listening to this right now and livering it up. What was his question? <laughs> <laughs> we should take questions on this show. That would be fun. I'm, I'm sorry we're not Steve Agee, but I hope you have a safe recovery. Yeah. <laughs> From not being Steve Agee. Also, what a weird flex, just calling us to tell us he's busy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, God, I would love... Oh, I'm so busy. I'm about to get surgery. <laughs> you know. Alexis, can I ask you about the Pokemon Blissey? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So obviously, I think everybody listening to this knows that Blissey has the highest possible hit points of the entire series, beating out legendaries and deities. And it's seeing a bit more use thanks to the Evo Light item. Well, of course, yeah. Here's my concern. Blissey is a pink round ball with little wings and a little wing tiara. And it seems to have an egg for a hard-on. So an erection that's made out of a little pink and white egg, or maybe an acorn. It is an egg, um, Mm -hmm. and it's filled with happiness. Oh. I get it. I mean, I see where they're coming from on that. Yeah. Blissies are normally, like, with the polka nurses at, like, Uh the polka centers. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a lot about strategies in Pokemon because I'm just in it for the aesthetics and the cute Pokemon that I like to play with. I don't care about strategy. I took a uh, Blissey at Coachella and it's a little strong. I should have just taken half. (laughs) I can understand that. If you want to give us a call, 206-984-4FUN or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey there, quick favor to ask. Will you help us out by taking a five-minute survey at MaximumFun.org slash survey? As you know, most of the support for MaxFun comes directly from folks like you, but many of our shows and our network also rely on limited advertising for some revenue. This survey helps us attract advertisers that are a good fit for the audiences of our shows, and it helps many of our hosts secure a bit of extra income. It should only take a few minutes to complete, and you'll get a discount at MaxFun store when you do. That's MaximumFun.org slash survey. Thanks. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm 
Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. Things have gone a little off the rails since then. <laughs> Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, addiction to TV, and sweaty takes on celebrity culture, and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. <laughs> There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby Geniuses. Hosted by us, two horny adult idiots. Hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all every other week on maximum fun it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective well have we got news for you we are breaking into this regularly scheduled program with two thrilling developments first of all jordan and i have recorded an entire live episode of Jordan Jesse Go that you can watch right now for free on video. That's right. The Oops All Gamies episode of Jordan Jesse Go recorded live at Max FunCon. It is all of the stupidest games we've ever played on the show. And, and that's a high a- bar, Jordan. <laughs> That's true, but we we brought in stupid scientists to help us develop a yeah. stupid metric. <laughs> We basically brought everyone who was at Max Funcon this year onto the show. So that's like, who are we looking at? Chris Fairbanks, Matt Ricardo, Kim Clark. Okay. Yeah, you got Chris Fairbanks, Kimberly Clark, Matt Ricardo, Ifni Nwadiwe, Ben Harrison, Allie Gertz, Alonzo Duralde, Andrea Clark. Tons of brilliant people playing the stupidest games we could come up with. Uh, Yeah, and you can watch that via the MaxFun YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MaximumFunHQ. That's youtube.com slash MaximumFunHQ. You can check out the video there. Or if you're a MaxFun donor, you can listen to the audio in the donor feed. And if you're not a member, MaximumFun.org slash join. You get the audio for that episode, plus a bunch of other cool bonus stuff. It is such a fun episode. It is so cool. I am wearing a wizard hat. You should just go at least check out the wizard hat. Once you've seen the wizard hat, you can decide whether you want to watch the rest, but you don't want to miss out on that hat. We also, speaking of apparel, have actually created the Classic Trash t-shirt. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez designed an amazing Classic Trash t-shirt. It is really cool looking. It is something that you can totally wear to a party and talk to people about. It's a conversation starter. What are the other elements of classic trash? Uh, but more than that, it's just a really cool looking, comfortable T-shirt. Like it is legitimately cool. As an arbiter of graphic T-shirts, I'd hereby declare it to be great looking and cool. Yeah, we got, uh, of course, we got <laughs> fish skeleton with head still attached, banana peel and tin can with the top still flapping on uh, on a beautiful yeah. soft t-shirt a classic sproin top and it is all available for order only and exclusively in a two-week window beginning with the day this episode releases so that means that by the time it is august 18th you will no longer be able to order one of these classic trash t-shirts so go to maxfunstore.com buy it right now there are of course other cool jordan jesse go t-shirts like the prank bear t-shirt and so forth at maxfunstore.com we always get people asking us afterwards oh i didn't get in on that uh how can i get in on that now no this is your window it is a it is a two-week ordering window and uh, the max fun store will print them up and send them out to you but if you blow it you blew it that's what I have yeah. to say. Even I have to, if I want one of these shirts, I have to buy it. And God knows I do. If there are extras at the end of the two weeks, they will be burned and it will give off 
a cloud of toxic gas. Yeah, so you have to order these or you're responsible for children being poisoned. Go to maxfunstore.com to get that classic trash t-shirt right this very moment. And uh, hey, how about tonight? Set yourself up with a with a chocolatini and some other things from 2001. Sit back in your living room and enjoy that live Jordan Jesse go from Max Fun Con on the Max Fun uh, YouTube channel because it is a really look. I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but is there a quiz based on which of these is a real business in Burbank? Yes. Is there a quiz based on which of these is a real Jimmy Buffett song? Yes. Will the answer to the latter absolutely blow your fucking mind? In my experience, yes, it will. I I still struggle to believe it's real, and I watched a video of him performing the song. It's an, hey, uh, because it's Jordan Jesse Go, we do involve potentially upsetting fan art, and because it's video, you can actually see that potentially upsetting fan art, although you could find it arousing, titillating, or interesting. I don't want to judge, but... Mm -hmm. um, Sure. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff in this episode. YouTube.com slash Maximum Fun HQ. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Um, Connor Shin. Connor the most. Oh, God, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Alexis Bidoof Quasarano. The other way, it sounds more like a cool menu item. <laughs> like without the Bidoof, Alexis Bidoof Quasarano sounds like something you could order and it would be good. Maybe, you know, something with veal or something. Yeah, it's going to be actually on the bear season two oh. <laughs> as a menu item. Yes. Thank you, chef. We got to make something out of this shuckle. <laughs> Shuckle's a stringy turtle who can turn berries into juice, then turn that into a rare candy. Every time someone describes Pokemon to me, it's one of those things that's that kind of that classic thing where I was like just a little too old for it when it came out. It just like people who are a little bit younger than me get it. I missed it. Every time someone describes it to me, I'm like, I got to get into this shit. I got to just make I got to do it right. I don't know. You should try Pokemon Snap. It's so fun. Oh, that's the one where you, you just, just take pictures. You don't make them battle. No, you purely just take pictures. I want them to battle, though. They're actually leaning away from that. Oh, interesting. Jordan and I are sort of from Generation Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> right. I did do... I had a really big, like, Saturday morning anime import that hit me with Sailor Moon. I just watched so much Sailor Moon that, like, hit me at the exact right time. And it's one of those things where I have not, like, revisited it, but, like, I was I was at, like, a bar trivia, and I'm like, oh, tuxedo mask. And then, like, I was the hero <laughs> of the thing because I just knew that. Anyway. What happens in Sailor Moon? God, all sorts of fucking rad shit. What doesn't? Yeah. They go to school. They eat rice balls. That rules. And then they change. In- I mean, Jordan, that's pretty standard. No, but it's, it's great when it happens, though. It's really good. And then um, they change into the Sailor Scouts. There's a kind of an on again, off again thing with Tuxedo Mask. He throws a rose in the air. Boy, I mean, need I go on? You guys get the gist of it, right? <laughs> this is a clear description of what happens on this program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just to recap. Yeah. The Sailor Moons uh, go to school, yep. eat rice balls, mm-hmm. classic lunch food. So far, so good. Yeah, you got it. And then uh, Tucker Max throws a rose in the air. <laughs> yes. Classic edgelord blogger Tucker Max. And then they turn into the Sailor Scouts. Uh-huh. And uh, 
who eats the rose? Anybody, baby. Anybody who wants it. Right. Oh, and she uh, she has a talking cat as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is there? Only is Sailor Moon only one guy? Well, there's one Sailor Moon, but then there's like a Sailor Jupiter. There's a Sailor Mars. There's a Sailor Mercury. Sailor Neptune. Sailor Neptune. Oh, did you know that there's a Veronica Mars? I did. Do you think they're sisters? I think Sailor Moon could whip her ass. I think it would really? be not Just even wrap a, a belt around her hand. Yeah. And- <laughs> exactly. Gandhi style. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I piss on you, then drink the drippings. Mm-hmm. That's what Gandhi famously said. Legendary world civil rights leader. As he slaps a chain against the floor. Yeah. Peaceful anti-colonialist. I used to see Gandhi at Largo, the old Largo, <laughs> when it was on Fairfax. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Yeah, and John Bryan would get up and do a couple, do a couple songs. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> Glory days of LA alternative comedy. Oh yeah, before that, Gandhi was more into the DC hardcore scene. <laughs> <laughs> Gandhi played drums in Fugazi for a minute. Right. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and it's like this is punk rock. I don't have to be that good drumming it's about the spirit right exactly you know and he would on stage people don't know this about gandhi on stage piss in a cup and drink it that's true he wrote the bad brains classic pay to come (laughs) (laughs) i heard green room was based on yes that is that's something that happened to gandhi (laughs) you know what i was always uncomfortable with from the life of uh the legendary anti-colonialist crusader gandhi Hmm. Remember when he used to write that column in Vice where he judged people's street fashion? It was a different time. It was a different time. It seemed time. rude. And then he was constantly going on red eye on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You're edgy, Gandhi. You drink right. your own pee. This is, kind of like, a, this this is, is a little yeah, much. It's a Gen X irony that he yeah. has an age. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, Connor and Alexis, we're so grateful to have had you on the program here. <laughs> to insult the greatest heroes of the 20th century humankind. And not tell you anything about Harley. <laughs> and not talk about Harley Quinn at all. Jordan, it really yes, is I, your favorite. I, yeah, you're, not absolu- sh- you're not shitting Yeah, it anybody. absolutely is. I. It has so much that I like in it. It has jokes, which is great. Isn't it good when a TV show has jokes? That's nice, isn't it? Love it. It has Deep cut references to DC Comics, including mm-hmm. a very well thought out emotional journey for Kite Man. <laughs> I can only hope that Calendar Man gets the same treatment. I'll be watching. Yeah, and the like emotional stuff works. And it looks like Batman the Animated Series. I, there's so much nice stuff to say about this show that like maybe on paper seems like such a crazy idea. And I love and and the two of you are so funny. I've known the two of you for years and like you're two such funny people. And I was I was so stoked to hear you were writing for it. It's like, oh, my God, that's great. Oh, I can. OK, here I can sell it. If you there's a joke in the first episode of the new season where someone's listing all the shit that's wrong with Gotham, like how bad Gotham has gotten. Oh. And someone offhandedly mentioned that kids are driving buses and then <laughs> later in the episode there's a shot of a kid driving a bus and he's just screaming like i don't know what i'm doing it's so it's so funny uh and it causes this big like rube goldberg disaster yeah it's great it's uh it's really terrific uh if you like the batman the animated series get ready for episode eight of the season <laughs> i think you'll really like okay. it okay holy moly does it feature the Wild West C.O.W. boys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Uh, 
No. <laughs> oh, come on. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. God damn it. It at least has Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars, doesn't it? Uh, yes. That should be a separate episode. We should just list the Ninja Turtles ripoffs of our youth. <laughs> Kung Fu Dino Posse? What are you reading these off of? Just a website. Fucking list. <laughs> what? That's what all websites oh, are. Just lists of fake. I'm not saying fake... there's not a website for it. I just wanted it's to It's the birthday know. website. Right. <laughs> the Cowboys of Moo Mesa <laughs> share a birthday with uh, the Street the Sharks. Mice from Mars. Also a good poll. <laughs> yeah. Connor and Alexis, there's a comic book too yes me and alexis got lucky enough to each write an issue for a side character off of harley quinn in an upcoming collection of harley quinn comics it's called harley quinn the animated series real sidekicks of gotham comes out august 30th which are the are you allowed to say what characters you wrote I'm scared. Let's just yeah. say it rhymes with schmattletones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, certain rash zits and pimple will be making their way to Gotham. No, I think this is also something that perhaps it would be great for our listeners to request or pre-order at their local comic book store. Yeah, it seems great. Go down to your local comic book store and request or pre-order that comic book. There's two reasons, Jordan. Yes. First of all, you're supporting our talented guests. Second of all... You're getting to enjoy a great mag. Sure. <laughs> Who doesn't love a nice mag? I do read the Harley Quinn show tie-in comics, and they're great. And I suspect this one will also be great. So, yeah, I'm definitely pre-ordering that. That's going to be a yeah, real... Yeah, it's part of that family. going to be a real treat. Thank you. Excited. Can you say who did your art? Oh. Maybe not. Maybe you can't say anything. That's okay. I'm so scared. That's a, you don't have to. <laughs> With Pussygate, I am so scared. I understand completely. I love you, DC. Please keep hiring me. We love working. Uh, Connor Alexis, it's been a joy. Uh, everybody should watch that Harley Quinn. It's a delightful program. Our producer on Jordan, Jesse Go, Brian, Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jordan, Jesse Go. Uh, we're on Instagram at Jordan, David Morris, and at put.this.on. If you're on Twitter or any of these platforms, hashtag it JJ Go so we see it. We don't want to miss it. Have fun chatting about the episode. We always appreciate it. Hey, why not hit us with some ideas uh, for classic trash? What do you think? What do you think are the most classic items to find in a garbage can? And Jordan, can I just say this? Hmm. If you just say Oscar the Grouch, that's cheating. Yeah. Okay. We can't put him on a shirt. No. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.